You Found Rebirth, a podcast about women saving lives by living their own, and my name is Kate Brenton. I've been fascinated with people's stories since I was very little. Today is the last episode of season three, and I want to say thank you for being a part of this community, for tuning in, for your messages, for your sponsorship, for recommending um, future guests for upcoming seasons, for putting us in touch with like-minded supporters that can financially help um, this podcast continue to grow and sustain. It's important now to support what you love and to put conscious choice and effort behind what you want to see flourish. So we at Rebirth believe that by inspiring and sharing content about humans making choices that rebirth and blossom in their own lives can help someone else do the same. This last episode is a little bit of full circle about this tree, (laughs) this tree that got planted in Port Richmond, Philadelphia, and about how having the faith and the fortitude to keep going. And maybe when we're bringing things into fruition, we go as far as we can, and then we have to let it go so that it can really blossom. So I thank you for tuning in. Again, this will be, we're going to take a little hiatus. We'll be back in January of 2021 with new guests and, um, new offerings, please stay connected at katebrenton.com. Sign up for our newsletter so that you can get postings for when the podcast comes up and to know about um, online offerings. I do also um, work one-on-one with people in coaching mentorship, which is about setting a container to bring clarity. And a lot of times that clarity is simply allowing yourself to hear yourself you know, through mechanisms, meditation, reflection, having a container of being supported. Thank you for supporting the Rebirth podcast. If you enjoy Rebirth, please subscribe, like, and share with a friend. Thanks for listening. Hi, Rebirth family. It's story time. Welcome to the last episode of season three. This is an episode that I, um, I told you already in the introduction, we're going to tell stories, magic, and the mundane. So it's also a little full circle for me, right? Um, I'm a Philadelphia native, although by Philadelphia standards, that wouldn't be completely accurate because I didn't live here my entire life. And for most of it, I lived on the outskirts of Philadelphia and I moved away from the area as a child and then also as an adult. And when I returned to Philadelphia, I was returning from living the most uh, different lifestyle than I had in my adult life, um, living on an island in, in the Hawaii, living on an island in Hawaii, and how that changed my appreciation of beauty and luxury, meaning the abundance of a mango or an avocado tree versus consumption of man-made products over natural. Um, just a lot of little things. I don't want to sound preachy, but like I was living the deepest I ever had in nature. And then I came back to Philadelphia and lived the closest proximity that I've ever lived to this, to city. And I was just in complete shock. And part of that is probably another story, but one of the, um, repeated lines 
I have shared is that when I first walked in the neighborhood I was living in called Port Richmond, I was like, oh my God, there's only 11 trees here. My nervous system is in shock. And I um, had so much fun living close to the city and all the restaurants and people. And I had such a great time um, sharing the healing work that I do with people on the table and having the freedom to um, journey into um, the woods, the Wissahickon. And I thought my stay in Philadelphia was going to be short. So I'm always up for adventure. Well, that's, that's, that, that's not the case. It's been five years and I'm here and it's totally um, destined. I can see that in my growth and in how my um, life course has wound. One of the things that um, happened while I was in Philadelphia this time is I became a mother. And when I was pregnant, the want and need for deep nature was deafening. And I became really frustrated by my living surroundings because of that aspect and um, there were some trees being planted in uh, on our city block. And I found out that the city of Philadelphia, if you ask them, will give you a free tree. They will give you a free tree. And I was like, why are there trees everywhere if they're going to give you a free tree? So I was really excited about this idea. And then when I filled out the application, they were like, okay, your tree will be there in a year or two. And I was like, a year or two? What? So, um, I'm, I'm self-proclaimed a, a little too young, you know, in the Ayurvedic definition of fire, a little too pizza. That's definitely my work to be more patient, more yin. Um, I don't, my, my fire has served me, so I'm not divorcing myself from it, which would be a whole other issue. I'm, I'm simply learning to temper it and use it when, when, um, best, and to also appreciate the emotions on the opposite side, right? Because what we're strong at, then if we just think of the opposite of it, if we cultivate that, we can bring forth a better balance and a better self-mastery. So that was not the case, though, when I uh, found out that the tree was going to take a year. I was pretty ticked off about it, actually. And um, it just felt like another thing that I was not actualizing. Fast forward. One morning... Um, so I no longer live in Center City, Philadelphia. I've relocated outside. Um, and one morning I was driving back to that old house to um, drop my son off. And the tree was there. The tree that I had to let go of was there. And I, it was just this December that it happened. And it is a mountain ash tree and it will bring white flowers in the spring and it will bring berries to feed the birds and I will not see it every day and that should not matter I um, am so in love with this tree I am Overly identifying that the seeds we plant do flourish and that in a culture of constant turnaround, it is duly needed for me to remember that some of the seeds that I have planted and am currently planting may or may not ever show their flourishing reality or growth of life while I am here. Yet nevertheless, it is for me to do them. 
I literally, I, I hug trees. That's not a problem. This tree was like small, you know, she just got planted. And I just was like, I just wanted to grab her. Like it works. I feel like this past year and maybe even in a couple of years of my life, there has been a track where I was um, used to putting forth effort and seeing immediate uh, reaction and, and uh, fruition. And as life necessarily goes, I then went into a phase where there was more of an output without an immediate, if any, um, input of uh, confirmation, which then drives me, if I make myself available, to source my success or confirmation of the righteousness of the choice of my actions internally. That could be hard. And it can be frustrating. And my friend, it's necessary, you know, to keep us in check with ourselves, with our truest nature. Life will offer us moments where the place that we get the good job from is in the silence of our own heart. And then sometimes when we're in that space where we're really learning to deeply trust ourselves, when we do, and we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is what I, that's what I did. And that was right. And I'm not getting can't see right now that that was the right thing, but I, yep, I'm going to stand by it sometimes just after that moment. An undefinable rush of peace comes. Sometimes. So I feel like this tree, this tree that was desperately wanted and then took its time to flourish, but will stand provide shade, provide nourishment, provide beauty. And and you can look up the, the mountain ash or tree or the, the rowan tree is another name for it, is about relieving um, burdens and grief and bringing the magic to move forward. And that's what I pray for you to receive as this year comes to a close. You like me, may have had to make choices and move forward in things where their, your normal process of biofeedback was removed and your communication source had to be primarily internal. And those may or may not have been conversations you were used to having. So I wish for you on this solstice, on the shortest day, on the longest night, but which is the returning of the light, in a year with a conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn, between discipline and opportunity that may hearken a newness that could be good, that could be difficult, but a horizon nonetheless. I wish for you an unexpected confirmation that the right action you are choosing that may feel unseen, that you may have a moment of knowing the truth and the power of you following yourself, your heart, if that's the word that works for you, your gut, your na'al, your knowing, your intuition, your creator, your God, your divine self, whatever that is for you that you know is the attunement of your highest clarity I hope that tree shows up for you. I pray that tree shows up for you. 
so that you may have that moment of joy and it may fill your cup, nourish and hydrate you to walk into the next horizon where we stand sovereign and joyful to be who we were born to be. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening and may you have a blessed solstice. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of 2020. Keep yourself available for the magic. Stay connected with us at capebreton.com. Sign up with our newsletter to be the first to know of online offerings and when client sessions are open. Enjoy the rest of the year. We'll see you back here for season four in 2021. Thanks for listening.